I wanted to play that for you yesterday. Oh, you didn't play Need a Stack for Tanaj. I wanted to play that too, but you had to cater to everybody though. Well, I, I was confused because, you know, it was really like no set thing. And what are we going to get into? Anyway, you guys. This is your boy Retro. And this is your girl Creole. And this is another episode of All But Yeah. What happened to you? I'm good. Now, you just gave me grief like last week, not engaging, not being here. I'm paying attention. I told I'm here. you. I just let you I, do the intro. That's I all. I told you that. I said, you know what? You're right. See, don't, 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 don't guilt me because I'm cleaning my watch. Oh. That's on you. I'm just saying. So let me tell y'all a story right quick, you oh, guys, before we nope. get into it. We're not doing this. Yeah, we're gonna do it. So, you know, we uh, we know that we haven't been consistent. You know, life happens, schedules and whatnot. And I was telling Creole that you know I got to the point where, you know, I was more about all right, let's just record it, put something out there to try to be consistent, instead of giving y'all good quality. So I said, you know what, you're right. I need to be more engaged. I need, you know, because I went back and listened to some of my earlier podcasts. And our numbers aren't looking good. Not terrible, but we were pulling in better numbers before. So I said, you know what? We're going to do that. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be more engaged. I'm going I'm to be, we're going to give them quality. We're going to give them what they deserve. So that's why, you know, I'm coming in on the podcast for my all. But yeah, she just being quiet now and the other time she'd be extra but that's fine though it's okay it's okay <laughs> it's whatever i'm here there's no retros here so um i am tired it's we been a long are. weekend um i got off of work friday and right after that i went dj birthday party for my cousin happy birthday megan and her son birthday too sean he made 16 so, happy birthday to you guys. Happy so, belated birthday, Tara. Oh, yep. Happy birthday to Tara. Um, so, yeah. So, I did that. And, fuck, Ricky birthday coming up. Uh, oh, happy happy belated birthday to my roommate, you know, Cam. He had a birthday. So, shout out to him. But anyway, so, yeah, I DJed a birthday party Friday. After that, went home, woke up in the morning, run some errands for my grandmother, then got ready for this wedding. I was there. Well, I got there about three o'clock. It's yeah, a country. It was out in the woods. 
out there in the Beta Springs. Got there for three o'clock, set up, and was waiting and waiting and waiting. You know, finally they did the ceremony. We did cocktail hour. Then we got into the music. I was out there to 10 o'clock, getting ate up, sweating, just all kind of stuff. Because they got all kind of mutant bugs out there. Oh all my God. kind of, this big. Horse flies. Horse, the horse flies look like Clydesdales. They're so big out there. And I'm like, that is ridiculous. So, yeah, it was. And mind you, so <laughs> first of all, are you about to get into like? First of all, congratulations to the newlyweds, Alex and Tanash. Congratulations. Um, beautiful wedding, beautiful ceremony. For I've been told, I can't wait to see the pictures. Um, Me neither, because that's what really sucks about being a bridesmaid is you really don't get to see what everybody else gets to see. Right. You miss a lot of stuff. Right. So, you know, Creole was telling me that, oh, you know, they're doing like, first she told me when her friend Tanaj was getting married, she wants a black wedding dress. I said, okay, here we go. So... She got her black wedding dress, and Which then she tells me by costume designer, right? And then she tells me that the fiance is going to be wearing a Scottish kilt, and you know, look like your boy from Braveheart. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I get there, set but just up. like for background information, Tanaj and Alex are both theater people. They met through working in the in New Orleans theater, and all of their friends are theater people. So it makes for sense. them it wasn't strange at all. It was no. very much like Tanash plans on wearing a black wedding dress. Okay, Alex plans on wearing a kilt. That sounds about right. Like <laughs> nothing strange. Like it, it phased no one that all of his groom, him and his groomsmen had on kilts. No one, and that Alex had a sword and a shoulder shoulder plate and all yeah, that stuff. It was um it was different. It was definitely different. It had people on stilts. Yeah, so the stilts people kind of freaked me out because I saw them before they got into their costumes. Uh, okay, these people look kind of off. And then they changed it to the eye. And mind you, it was outside and it was probably around to, I mean, around it was three, four o'clock. So the sun was still out, and they was walking around in these tight leather, um, silver. I didn't wear leather. Well, what, what what the material would call it? I, it's it wasn't leather. It's actually leather. thinner than you thought it was. But still, it was silver. It was reflecting. It, the it sun. was still silver. I'm no. not. I'm not doubting they were hot. I know they were because we hot. all were hot. <laughs> they were. Uh, they looked like hot pockets just walking around. <laughs> so I'm like, what the fuck are they about to do? And then next thing you know, I see them walking in stilts. I said, who who, who idea was that? How um, does how does this tie into the wedding? They are just friends of the bride and groom who wanted to. 
do something. So we were talking to him last night after the wedding and apparently they also do like acrobatics and stuff like that. So they thought about doing that, but then they went ahead and, and just decided to do the stilts. Yeah. And apparently they were ushering people to their chairs. They were. They were ushering people to their chairs. And then when the ceremony started, they were like the two pillars at the end of the aisle. I, don't get me wrong. It's amazing how they do that. Because they weren't just walking. They was dancing in on Oh, the, yeah. At the reception, the guy yeah, was dancing the, the, the and everything. The guy was dancing, rubbing his nuts on top of people's heads You're and so shit. You're so stupid. <laughs> oh, I peeped the game. I was watching. And I was looking at you to see if you was going to go between his legs. I would have fought you then. He's sitting here. He said he thought about making Tanaj and Alex walk between his legs he when they uh, walked out. He just want anything between his legs. Nasty little perv. We so stupid. <laughs> but um, I saw they had they had a few of the girls there. Very few of the girls. I think a lot of the girls were there. What? The girls. Oh, that was, yeah, that was a couple. Couple. <laughs> Why do I think I I love seeing I love seeing old gay white men cause they dress so weird. <laughs> cause they're comfortable with themselves now. Yeah, they oh I say, but you probably you probably own like a, a you probably work and the, the trip part is I know the motherfuckers probably like the dean over academics or some shit or or the motherfucking vice president of a bank. Just sitting on all kind of money. He's sitting here looking like, where's Waldo today? Because <laughs> they can't. And one guy, he has shorts on, shirt tucked in, suspenders. Had the little round circle frame glasses. And he's just talking his way down with us. I say, yes, indeed. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, I love all different walks of life of people. But it's just, it's just, I was just, I was just peeping it out. There's a lot of different characters there. But it was fun. It was fun. It was a good crowd. Like, everybody was willing to dance to any and everything. Right. You know, nobody was like, oh, well, no, I'm not dancing about some music. It was like... I did have one guy come talk to me before the ceremony started. Was like, do you have any good... Do uh, you have any Scottish tradition music? I'm like, don't start. Please don't start. <laughs> No, I don't have. Ain't nobody say any shit about this. Now I was tempted to play the theme song from Highlander, but I don't know if anybody would have caught the reference. That's that Queen song. Oh, I'm about to say you talking about the Queen song? Yeah, Prince of the Universe. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about playing that and see. <laughs> but um, yeah, I didn't have no Scottish music. So, but other than that, it went it went real well. Um. I say beautiful ceremony. I don't even think think Alex is Scottish. That's the whole thing. I don't think so. See, and that's what I was about to. (laughs) And I I because his name uh, is Alex Martinez Wallace. (laughs) See, and that was because you told me like, yeah, he's Spanish. I'm like, yeah, he's probably Spanish. He's part Colombian. So where's the Scottish coming from? I mean, Wallace might be Scottish. I mean, Wallace is a Scottish thing. Then maybe that's where it's from then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Wallace is Scottish. Okay, well then, yeah, then he's part Scottish probably. But like... 
But also, Alex would be the one to just wear a kilt, even if he wasn't Scottish. But my thing is so, just like, like, how, like, but, but like, like, knowing enough about Alex, Alex would wear, a, would wear a kilt whether he was Scottish or not. But my thing is, how Scottish is he, though? Oh, right. That'd be like me. That's like me saying, I find out that I'm Ethiopian. Then I'm sitting here trying to be doing all the traditions. Was that what they were singing Ethiopian? I don't know. Maybe. Or just or just African. Because she was, she was recently in an African show, so I don't know if they were from that show. Oh, that, that might have been it. That might have been it. But my thing is this. So, you know, as a DJ, we... You know, I have no problem taking requests and and all of this. And then people was like, um, there really was no true schedule or or form for anything. These are very free flowing people. They're very free flowing couple. So, so it, it, it wasn't like my traditional wedding where I have everything mapped out. Like, okay, they walk in, they do this, uh, you know, their first dance, my bridegroom dance, then a speech, all that. It was just random. I'm playing music. Some up come to me. Okay, um, we need to do a speech. Okay, so. <laughs> That was a whole can of worms that we opened. So, do we got Ken? Ken comes and does because he like uh, like Ken did a toast in the ceremony too. Yeah, so that's what he like. Oh, yeah, I need you to do a speech. He like, well, you want to do a speech or a toast? I say it's the same thing, huh? We know it's quite. I don't give a Ken. Just here, here's the mic. Go do what you do. So Ken gives his long story, very long story. I know some people are like, what the hell he's talking about. But but, I, but Ken was probably the best person to give the speech because he he's the one that knows both of them well, as right. opposed to us having like a hundred different speeches. Right. Like he's the one that knows both of them well because he's their neighbor, he's Alex's best friend, he's right. the best man, you know, he does theater with them. Like they like they literally they literally live together. Right. <laughs> like they don't live in the same side of the double with them, but they literally share the same roof. So he was probably the best to give the speech. I don't know about everybody else, but <laughs> everybody else you can do it out. But so, like I say, I'm not throwing shade. I'm not, you know, everyone did good. It was a beautiful ceremony. Everybody's speeches was wonderful, but it just started to become quite, you know. It's right. I, I said, I announced. If you want to do a speech, do a speech. King came did a speech. It was like, okay. I stopped playing music again. Alex come up to me. Hey, my cousin wants to say something. I thought it was just one. I didn't know it was three of them. They ran into their stories and. You know, I, I text Creel. I said, this reminds me of the scene from Wedding Ringer. It definitely was. Especially their speech. God love them. But it very much, they might as well right. had came up with a song with its own lyrics. Right. Right. <laughs> That's all I was waiting for. I showed Jamie the text message and she was dying laughing too. Because she, she got, knew what she knew what she was talking about. Because <laughs> oh, we were both already gone. Oh, you know, and 
And when you sent me that text, I buzz out laughing. And she said, "What?" Because she had walked up. She said, "What you? What you texting about? Joking?" And I showed her the phone, and she bust out laughing too. Uh, what? <laughs> what? Um. It was just like the. That's what it felt like. It felt like the wedding ringer. Yeah, for real, for real. All jokes aside, I was waiting for. <laughs> I was waiting for them to bust out in song. Oh my god! I was waiting. And then we had someone else come and give a speech. Um, I think she knows both of them too, Tanaj and Alex. Are you talking about the woman that works at the bar? She works at the bar? The one in the green? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's what she said. She met them at like a sushi bar that she works at or something. Yeah. Or just Tanaj. She was... um. She, she was gone. She yeah. was past gone. She um like she came up to me. She's like, "Could you play this song for me, please, please?" And I was like, "I don't know if I have it. Oh, please, can you try to get it?" I said, "All right." I felt like if I didn't play the song, she was gonna cry. <laughs> and then she was like, "Yeah, can you play some Barry White?" Yeah. I don't know if she knew I was with you, but... I would hope so. What do you mean? I At one point, so I told her, I was like, I need to go talk to the DJ real quick. And we'll go holler at you. And who's hanging up underneath you? I twerked on you like a couple times last night. So I would hope people that, think... That don't mean nothing, This though. is true. <laughs> she's like, oh, she's friendly with the DJ. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. The environment we were in, people were like, on. oh, no, she's wild. She just... Yeah, she's friendly with the DJ. Yeah, she's real friendly. Ooh, they're flirting. Oh, maybe she likes him or something. Exactly. So, um, if we wasn't together, that's probably who I would have went home with that night. Then I'm gonna go to hell. Why? So I just got a push alert. Okay. And it's another mass shooting, but it's another, a, but today? no, but this is not like outside of a nightclub. So this is like chaos outside of a nightclub type shooting. And that don't count. Outside. That's what I'm saying. No, but this is, this is the part where I'm going to hell. The three but you got <laughs> the three of my calls. I know what you're thinking about. <laughs> the visible <Atlanta>. call. <laughs> we ain't meant to be together. No, we're not. <laughs> we, we shouldn't shit. be because we terrible. But yeah, when I saw the three people hit by cars, oh my God. The first thing that came to mind was the visible car from Son. Atlanta. <laughs> I'm no good. So look, y'all, if y'all haven't watched, if y'all haven't watched Atlanta, y'all fucking sleeping. Y'all need to watch Atlanta. There's an episode in, in the Atlanta. first season. There's an episode where um, an artist, he was, um, there was, I think he's a rap artist, right? I think he's like a rapper. Yeah, another anyway, like rapper. So he's, he's like, oh man, got my new invisible such and such car. And you see him post an Instagram picture of him leaning against something, but you don't see it. But it's supposed to be the car. And we're like, what? Invisible. And like pictures oh. of him like posing, like posing supposedly in front of it, like pointing back yeah. to it and stuff. And oh boy, Darius is like, yeah, well, you know he got that brand new invisible car, man. 
And you know, paperboy like, man, fuck that shit. You know? Right. So they go, they go to a club to, you know, because like I say, paperboy, he's an artist too. And the dude is at the same club. And he's like stunting hard. And paperboy like, man, fuck that nigga. Da, 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 da. So they go outside the club. And they talking and It's like shit. one of the ways it's like the end of the night. Everybody's right. outside. Everybody outside. All you hear is Oh, gunshot. shit, they shooting. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. People running, right? <laughs> and all you see, the, uh, then it cut to the scene, people running. And all you see. And is, and all you see is a dude sitting in the car. What? You don't see the mid-air, car. Sitting like- But sitting in midair, driving off, and people getting hit by this invisible car, flipping. Like I say, I do. Look, all jokes aside, that's terrible what happened. It is. It's very terrible. The it's shooting terrible. is terrible. That shooting is terrible. But mentally, when I saw people hit by a car, the first thing that came to mind was that scene from Atlanta. And I'm yes. going to hell for thinking that. Yes. I I apologize. I say I'm I'm we're not trying to make fun of the situation, but it's just that it's just what came to mind. What came to mind about it, and you know that's yeah that's fucked up. That is fucked up. I ain't shit. I'm sorry. Yeah. It just it 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 really the first thing that came to mind. I was like. 14 shot, three people hit by cars outside of a nightclub. And that, like my mind immediately went to that scene. Yeah, that 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 was crazy. But you know what? I wanted to get on that topic anyway. So I mean you kinda see where you're listening to it. Um You know, now we see this man shooting right this I would say mash. Okay. They what's identified as a mass shooting is anything that was four, four more, four more, four more people getting shot. Now we're in the state of Louisiana. We're in New Orleans. They're saying that the state itself leads in mass shootings mm-hmm. per now, capita. Per capita. Now, me and Creole was talking about this, and we we're saying how what they consider mass shootings. Aren't mass shootings down here? See, when you go to a place of business, a school, a grocery store, a church, church, or whatever, and you go in and you're shooting random people, you don't have no agenda. I mean, you you have an agenda, but you you're not in there just for one person. You just shoot. You don't personally know any of these people. You personally don't know any of them. You just go in shooting them. Yes, there is a mass shooting. Down here, it's not mass shootings because it's never... Shootings down here is never random, first of all. No. They're they're targeted. It's targeted. Now, do random people get... Do innocent bystanders get hit? Yes. Yes, they do. But it's never a, I just purchased a gun yesterday and now I'm itching to use it, so I'm just going to go into a big public space and just let off rounds in the crowd just to see how many people I could kill for the fun of it. Like, that's not the same as, oh, there go that nigga that owe me money or there go that nigga that shot at me last week, you know, and you start shooting and like three, four bystanders get hit in the process of targeting that one person. Or like you shoot up a car with that one dude and his homeboys in it. Like, that's not the same as... 
a white supremacist driving three hours from his hometown to go to a grocery store with the full intention of just murdering black people because he specifically targeted a black neighborhood, right. you know, or a teen who bought a gun two days after his 18th birthday and shot his grandmother and decided to shoot up a elementary school for no fucking reason. So, and since you, like I said, we're talking about that. So, you know, more and more details are coming out about that whole situation. And, you know, I was telling Creole, it's like, you know, we're living, we're living in crazy times because you got the government, you, we have a government that wants to end up, wants to take away the right for abortion that can't supply baby formula. Right. That can't protect kids in the school system. Oh, and the cost of living is high out their ass right now. And so is daycare and all that mess. So what the fuck is my question? It's ass backwards country. Very ass backwards. I'm, I'm just at the point where... With the whole school shooting, that that really, it really upsets me. Like I say, what really upsets me is how you had you sat there for forty five minutes, knowing that this dude is inside classroom killing kids one by one. 45 while they while they on the phone with y'all while they on the while they on the phone with 911 saying a guy is shooting up the classroom my classmates are dead my bunch of my classmates are shot my teacher is shot i'm hiding i'm covering myself in blood and playing dead like they are like telling 911 what is going on and they're still like um so that's why i guess well no i don't want to go in because i don't want to get shot well, we don't have the right key to get in the classroom. Well, don't have the right shoot the fucking lock. But it is one motherfucker. And here's like one of the messed up things that I keep thinking about. One of the victims, her, her dad is a sheriff's deputy, but he was off duty that day. So he wasn't part of that group. But like, how do you go back to work and look your colleagues in the eyes knowing that they refuse to go save your child? Exactly. I would quit straight. I couldn't work there no more. There's no way I could could look my colleagues in the eye and they have no, they have no legit explanation for why they didn't go rescue your child. You cannot come up to me and be like, we we tried everything. No, the fuck you didn't. No, and what pissed people off was like the police, she was like, well, in hindsight, it probably wasn't the best decision. You, think? you fucking think? Like, no shit, Sherlock. Like, you don't get to... It's amazing how police get to spend their whole time just being able to be excused for all their decisions. They by do. Just going, they get to pick oops. and choose. They get to be like, oops, well, maybe next time. Oops. But this is a learning situation. Yeah, that many kids had to die for y'all to learn? Man, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. That is ridiculous, man, because I'm like. I, 
And then you had parents who was trying to go in and they were stopping them. They were stopping the parents. Yeah. I'm sorry. You just had to shoot me. You had to shoot me. They were stopping the parents, but they didn't want to go in. Now they, now they want to try to claim 911 wasn't sharing those calls with them when the parents are like, we were standing next to y'all and listening to dispatch tell y'all on the radio that kids are on the phone with y'all. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm sorry. I was just, y'all would have just, y'all would have had to do what y'all had to do and the consequences would have been what it was. But I would, I could not sit, I could, I would not just sit here and you tell me, oh, um, they shooting up. We go. Then they want to put on the teacher. Oh, the teacher propped the door open, and the teacher was like, "No, I saw him walk across the parking lot and shut the door. The door lock was broken and didn't lock. And then when I went to, and then they were saying like one of the other teachers when he came in the hallway, the one that he went into, they said when she went to lock the door, that's when he forced himself in. When they realized he was actually coming, he was actually in the building. They said when she went to lock the door, he he pushed her in the door, and that's when he got in. And then he locked himself in one classroom that was tied to another classroom by like a Jack and Jill bathroom situation. There's no excuse for. Uh, there's no excuse. But they tried like, to put it on the teacher. They tried to put it on everybody else, and it's like, bro, no. y'all walked past him in the parking lot. Y'all walk across the street taking a report, a report of him shooting at the two people at the funeral home across the street. All this stuff. And they tried to put it on everybody else. No. The teacher propped no. the door open. Well, if they would have did this and well, no. maybe if we armed teachers and that, like, that's bro, not their no, job. That's y'all job. That's what y'all Y'all get- really sat up there and said, oh, well, my, my people were scared to get shot. Are you kidding me? That's where... That's and and this is the shit that pissed me off. That's where y'all motherfuckers complain about y'all don't get paid enough and da da da. Y'all can't even do what y'all supposed to do fucking right. But my thing is, you don't want to breach the door and go shoot somebody who's shooting up a classroom with kids. But like an unarmed black man, like gotta take him down. Oh yeah, got him. I was fearful for my life. This man ain't got no gun. Just the other day, they shot a pregnant woman five times. For what? Her her boyfriend was a carjacking suspect. They were chasing the car. The boyfriend ditches the car. He takes off. She gets out the car, hands in the air, and they fucking shoot her five times. And she's pregnant. Killed the baby. The one that actually stole the fucking car took off. Well, I, I I haven't seen what happened. But yeah. Shot the woman. Black. She gets out the car, hands up. She got, well, they say she was attempting to run too, but still, either way, she's pregnant. She's clearly not your suspect. Your suspect took off. Go get his ass. But even so. Because like, what the fuck is she going to do being pregnant? I don't understand the purpose of, look, I don't understand the purpose of shooting somebody who's fleeing. Because my thing is this, if your ass can't catch him, Sorry, you can't catch them. But for you to sit here and shoot somebody in their back they while they no flee, yeah, they're they no, no threat. Yeah, they no threat. no. They're not. There's no threat to you. But you wanna, well, bag them. We got them. Nah, man. But then here's this person who's a complete threat, and 
No. Oh, well, we we were scared we would get shot or like what he would do to us. Not the dude who shot. That's not your choice. The dude who shot up the grocery store. Oh, they got him alive. They talked him down and got his gun from him and put him in handcuffs and he's going to get his due Why? Diligence. Why they talk him now? Huh? That's a, see, that's what I'm saying. They pick you. You know why they talked him down. We gotta Let's save. not do this. We got to say this, Pope. So... Man, I wish I would go into a, a, a fucking white church, shoot it up. Well, them people, phew, yeah, hang me and on the And then the, the guy with the hospital, they're like, yeah, he got his gun the same day and walked into the hospital. I heard. And that's why, they, that's why they're trying to have background checks and they're trying to like put what as a wait period to get a gun unless you're like in a dire like situation like you got a stalker or something. You know, but like to sit up there and be like, this guy just decided that he was pissed at the surgeon that gave that did his yeah, surgery. What, he was still in pain. Yeah. And he was like, I'm gonna kill him. So he immediately goes to the gun place, get a gun the same goddamn day and go shoot and go shoot up the hospital. Yep. Same day. And that's what they're saying. Like, so you could just make a spur in a moment decision and just be like, Yep, I'm going. I'm going to shoot somebody. Like instead of people be like, "Oh wait, no, there's a 30 day wait," with the hopes of like you calm the hell down. Nope. Yep. Nope. Same day. Sound about right. Sound about right. Like I said, man, that the the country we live in, and now it's just all excuses. Well, shit. Maybe we should have more of a. You know, we should have bigger locks on the doors in schools, and we should. No, Arm the teachers. No. Y'all won't pay for school supplies. Y'all not paying for a conceal and carry class or the gun that they have to get. Please. Y'all won't even buy them I, crayons. I would say this. Give the teachers the option to carry if they want to. If they want to carry, give them that option. That's not their job. I know it's not their job. I know it's not. If they if they want to, yes. If they want but, to, but to require it, no. no, no. That's not their job. It's not their job. Y'all will not buy them crayons and pencils and construction paper. But you gonna buy them a gun and ammo? They're not gonna buy them a gun and ammo. They gonna make it a requirement, but make the teachers pay for it. I guarantee no. you. No, it should not be required. They did not go to. They did not go to college to become an educator. And now learn how to shoot. And a member of the SWAT team. And then the first thing gonna happen, first time, the first time the teacher used their gun on on a situation like that, it's gonna be some shit where um parents gonna be like, My child traumatized seeing that kindergarten teacher killed that man. Oh my child panicked just because the teacher raised their arm to write on the whiteboard and their shirt weight raised up. And the fucking gun on the holster exposed. Right. And now my child is traumatized, scared, freaking out, having nightmares, thinking the teacher's going to shoot up the classroom. Right. So, yeah, no, I... If teachers wants to carry, that's on them. I don't feel it's... Re- it, it should not be required, but they want to. I feel like they should... Because the way that things are now, these days, especially as they showing how the police... Go about shit like this? No. Well, that's the fact you, that we know that our that the um politician ain't gonna do shit about getting getting rid of assault rifles. Then that's of, of background checks and shit like that. They want everybody to be able to just get a gun at a spur of a moment if they want to. Yeah, they're not gonna get rid of they 
assault rifles. They ain't gonna get rid of that. They banned them at one point, and we barely heard about mass shootings. And the funny, what's the funniest thing and the most dangerous thing about the U.S. is like everybody's favorite excuse is like it don't work. Well, we ban assault rifles, it's not gonna work. It has literally worked for every other country that had one mass shooting and immediately banned them. Hello. And they have been perfectly fine for decades. And Americans will still look you dead in the eye and be like, no, it won't work. There's no way it won't work. It doesn't work like anywhere. Your boy, your boy has said, um, he was talking about the Texas thing. He's like, yeah, it's a tragedy that just happened. Um, but I mean, what law could you really put in place to keep this from happening? I just, I just don't know. I just, I just can't see any law. Meanwhile, can, England, Amsterdam, Australia, China, uh, Japan, like all these countries have nope. been like, this is what happens. It's been 10 years since our last and only mass shooting. <laughs> like I say, nobody's saying that you can't own a gun. You don't need but a military style, style weapon and you don't need to be able to access it the same day you walk into the gun shop. I just, and look, I'm from the country and I have a lot of, I know <laughs> people and I know people with these type of weapons. And don't get me wrong, they, they are, they are responsible, but you know what I feel like? And it might help or it may not help. It may slow down the process. But I feel like, okay, you don't want to get rid of these rifles and stuff. You make them go through a, a um, you make a two month long program. If you want to buy this gun, you have to go through these. You have but to I mean, that's the part of it that people want. Like, that's some of the basic <laughs> stuff people want. Even before like gun bans and stuff like that, people just want background checks. And for people well, not to be able to just immediately access a gun because they're angry at someone. But I thought um I thought I thought that was mandatory. I thought everywhere does background checks when you purchase a gun. No. Huh. No. That's why you got crazy people who can just go legally buy a gun. Like, the only people who can't go buy a gun is, like, if they have, like, a felony or something like that on their that's, record. That's fucked up. But, I mean, if, if you mentally but if, ill. If you mentally ill, and I mean, like, clinically mentally ill, you fresh out the loony bin, like, you can go get a gun. I saw. Because, oh, well, he doesn't have a prior criminal record. It's like, yeah, but he just escaped from the behavioral center and now he wants to get a gun and shoot up everybody who's there. Well, he's not a felon yet. He's not a felon, so. But they you was can't talking. deprive him of his of his American right. I think I was watching y'all station. I was talking about that. Um, I think Liz was talking about it. Because um, it's talking about... Um, the the mental like trying to trying to put that into play where you had to do some type of psych or get you know be able to part of the background check is the the seeing about uh your mental um, yes your mental ability do you have a restraining order because we had an incident here years ago which they did at one point pass a law. That was like, if you have a restraining order, you cannot get a gun. Because... But you got a restraining order against you? Against you. Because what ended up that happening... 
there was this guy who he was kind of crazy or whatever. And I think I want to say he was like the brother-in-law of a like congressman or like a state lawmaker. Like his wife was the sister-in-law of the guy who did the shooting. And it was like one of those where he killed like a bunch of people in the family. Damn. Including his wife, I want to say. And so what, but what it was, was he was abusive to his wife, but of course he had no went to jail for it. And she put a, did she put a restraining order out on him? And then he immediately went, go get a gun. They still gave him a gun and he went and he shot and killed him. Yeah. I think, I think the process need to be a tad bit longer and we need to go in more in depth than just up being, you know, like you say, a felony. No, you got a restraining order. You uh, got a felony. You have, uh, and like I say, I believe part of it, they need to do some type of mental um, evaluation, mental psych evaluation. Hell yeah, because somebody who hears 10 voices in their damn head does not need to be owning a gun. Facts. Facts. So I don't know. Like I say, will they figure this shit out? Nope. <clears throat> It's just going to be a bunch of I'm sorry's And like you said, they're talking about. They had the NRA conference in Houston the same weekend, the weekend after the shooting. They still in had Uvalde. it. They still had it. And spent their whole time going, yeah, no, we can't let them get rid of our guns. We don't care how many people die. We just can't get rid of guns. Your thing is still in the washer or is it? It's in the dry. Oh, okay. Yeah, and this is gonna be a, this is gonna be the same old same old it's talk talk but no walk nigga like you said they talking about oh we gonna we're probably gonna tear down the school and rebuild it cause it's traumatizing I mean schools y'all gonna tear down until y'all get the shit right huh exactly like I said I got a bunch of country friends that got those type of weapons and whatnot. And, you know, they haven't did a mass shooting or anything. You not been dropping shit all week. Then why are you messing with that? Because it's on the table. It had fell. Yeah, but it's picking up on the mic. Sorry. Once again, fussing by me. Shut up. I'm engaging. But... Like I said, I know they're going to be like, oh, that's my right, that's my right. Um, the right to bear arms. Man, you know how long ago that, that was written? When they didn't have these type of weapons when they would talk about the right to bear arms. You want a shotgun? Get you a shotgun. You want you a handgun? Get you a handgun. But them, them AR rifles and shit, them assault rifles, what you need that for, for real? What you, what you gonna shoot? But just in case, just in case of what? If if you ready, if you try to shoot like that, sign your ass up for the military. Right. Now, They'll teach you how to use all like, of them handsome. Like what? But then some of y'all, y'all might not, y'all might not pass the psyche valve for the damn military. It'd be like, you ain't touching, you ain't touching a goddamn weapon. Shit. Let anybody be a cop. Why not? And you do a psych for to be a police officer. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know how in-depth that is. I don't know if it's like, 
a simple, are you racist? Yes or no? And then that's it. <laughs> it's definitely not. You know? Are you racist? Yes or no? Uh, no? All right, you can be a producer. You can be a cop. <laughs> so I don't want to, but I don't want to stay, stay on this because it just, all it's going to do is just work my nerves. But once more, I say prayers out to the family and friends who lost loved ones. And we do need, we need a change. We need to make a stop. And that's not what, what's that's going to be. I don't know. I don't have the answers, but it's not my job. It's the motherfucking politicians that we delegate up in there to handle this shit. But obviously, if they're not, guess what we need to do, you guys? Vote their asses out. What it was, what the Republicans were saying, clean out the swamp. Drain yeah. the swamp. Drain the swamp. You need to drain all that shit out. Take y'all are the Both swamp. sides. Both sides. So, but since we're talking about school, some people should be out. A lot of people are out. Are they? Like schools? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of them are out. Okay. I think no. Ida has a bunch of schools that are like still in. Like, right. most school is still in. Because they were they were out for Ida until like October because the school got damaged so bad. So um So they they making up them days now. So pre-Katrina, how was the last day of school was for you? Cause the reason why I was asking, because I remember I was talking to you, I was asking about your dad, like he still thinking like, oh no, this day last day. You know, they ain't really doing much of nothing. Like, what do you remember as a kid, your last day of school before the summer was? How was it? So do you mean like elementary? Do you mean like high school? Pre-Katrina, before Katrina happened, your last day of school. So I know, like I said, last day of school, we weren't doing anything. So like elementary school, we normally were like cleaning the classroom like the last couple days of school. Like cleaning the chalkboard, organizing the desk because... Because since they used to have people come clean, you know, and all that stuff, they would make us push all the desks up against the wall on right. the last day. So we like push all the desks up against the wall, clean up the stuff. If the teacher wanted to take down all the decorations and things like that, then, you know, we would help them do that, do all that stuff. So it used to be like kind of fun. So like we'd spend like the morning maybe helping clean the classroom and then Did go to lunch. Did floors? Yeah. Okay. So that's why we had to pull up, push all the desk back. Right, right. So, um, you know, we would do all that in the morning. Of course, we wouldn't push the desk back for the last couple of days, but not until like the last day. But, you know, we would clean up and all that stuff like that. And then go to lunch and like second half of the day, we'd probably like be sitting up there watching movies and stuff. Um, middle school, middle school, I think we were really just chilling and doing literally nothing. And then St. Mary's, it was it was a half day. So no, we would we would literally no. just go, we would literally just go pick up our final report cards, and school would be over by like eleven o'clock. No, we we did we have no we didn't have half days, and they wouldn't let seniors do half days. They stopped doing that for us. But I remember my last day. As a senior, it was, um, I don't know, man. It was kind of, it was kind of sad for me because like I said, unlike you, 
these are people I've been with for 12 years. Right. So, you know, I mean, I guess that's why some people are like, man, how are you still friends with some of your high school friends? I'm like, well, I've been knowing them for 12 years. Right. Because y'all, y'all one school building That's for it. the entire K 12. The entirety of y'all school career. So K through 12, baby. Bootville Venice High School. Class of 2004. All is baby. Let's go. Orange, black, and a little white. BVH is out of sight. Oh my God. What? Man, I remember one of my favorite um, cheerleader chants was um, for the football games because we used to have pet rallies in the gym. Uh huh. I had that shit with uh, uh, nah, because it was like we all had to partake with it. It took a little walk. We took a little walk. We met up with the Wildcats. We met up with the Walters. And we had a little talk. And we had a little talk. Oh, we washed them Wildcats. We washed them Wildcats and hung them on the line. Hung them on the line. We could beat the Wildcats. We could beat the Wildcats any old time. Any old time. Yeah, boy. <laughs> That's adorable. Whatever, man. <laughs> Yeah, we used to take part, man. I'm pep rallies. I don't care. I'll pep rallies. We used to go ham on it, boy. And then when I joined the band, too, and we used to play that, that gooey mighty all us, that I found out that ain't our fucking song. <laughs> Pissed me the fuck off. I went to, when I was in, uh, going to Northwest, I went to a high school game and I heard another school uh-huh. play. I'm like, oh, no, bitch. That's, that's gooey mighty all us. They was shouting like Go You Mighty Elephants or some shit, whatever school they was from. I was too fucking mad. I'm like, all this time, I think this was our own personal song. No. Even Southern plays it. Uh huh. Say, no, we got one. Got a version. Motherfucker. Bullshit. Y'all sold me lies. Well, you already said all your music came from Jock Jams. <laughs> Bruh. Please. Get your Chuck Jam books out. Men in Black. Oh, I used to hate playing that fucking song. Because our school colors are orange, black, and white. Uh-huh. So, you know, when we uh play home, we was in black. So it's kind of men in black. I used to hate playing that. The hate fucking song. I hated that motherfucker. What? I hated playing it too, but the white folks loved it at Mardi Gras. Oh, hey, song. Uh, what was the other one we used to play? Land of a Thousand. <laughs> Yeah, I used to hate playing that. Um, fucking, uh, what's the other one? Um, now, I did enjoy playing Nah, 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 Hey, 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 Goodbye, especially when we was winning. Yeah. I enjoyed playing that. Uh, I enjoyed playing FSU. The, uh, bum, 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 bum. 
That and um whenever we did do a little one time they let us play like radio music um or show band music we did why you was acting funny but wow. I remember how did y'all I, convince them to do that? I don't know. My cousin Jonas, shout out to Jonas, and um my partner Randall, they um they was older than us. So I don't know what made them come up with it. But I remember I was in class and I think this was a year that I, we was almost, I think we had to play. I think we had to beat Kentwood and we would have we would have went to the uh the dome. The dome. And I don't know. It was something. And he I remember they came to the classroom. I was in science class and they said, here, we're gonna play this for the pet rally. I'm like, Are y'all serious? Why you acting funny? Yeah, yeah. All right. So they let us get out a little bit early and we went to the courtyard and we went practice the part. Bum 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 boy when I tell you we played that shit, you swear it was something new. Because <laughs> they know we normally don't play that shit. Yeah. Man, the chillers cutting up when we get to the football game. They play play that song, play the why you acting funny. They were playing that. People in the crowd like, oh shit, look at <laughs> So then I started to learn how to arrange music. Cause um what I used to do, I used to stay after school. I used to stay, stay in the band. Cause at that time home wasn't a nice place to be, so I I try to stay at the school for anything, whether it's doing the scoreboard for volleyball or whatever. But uh, my band director, Mr. Hightower, he used to let me uh, arrange the jazz band combo music and stuff. So he taught me how to do it and whatnot. So when Jonas them graduated, I was like. So I was I went in range is um what song that was? I got the fire. I arranged that. And we played that song. He used to fourth quarter was like the quarter that he used to let us play what y'all wanted to play. Yeah. Fourth quarter, he'd be like, all right, go ahead. I'm like, yes. <laughs> shit. I wanted to do that fucking ESPN. Of First time I did. heard that shit. I forgot who it was that brought that shit down here. Schools rushed the hell out of that song. How fast it supposed to go? Huh? How fast it supposed to go? No, I'm saying they rush it. Like the, what you were doing was right. But they got some schools that like bro, slow down. 
But it's but they speed it up. I don't know if that that drum change like messes them up because they rush the hell out. Like they'll start off. Slow. Sorry if y'all not band heads, y'all may not know what we're talking about. They'll start off slow at the right speed. Like, bruh, slow down. Yeah, I think that's what it is. The drum, because the drums get so hype. Yeah, and they start, oh, drummers are notorious for Russian music. Oh my God. Every time, son. Every time. One, uh... um. Yeah, ESPN. ESPN, HBO, but that's more of a 90s thing. I never heard HBO. But that was the old HBO. They, I mean, they don't play it no more before. I'm about to say. Movies and stuff, but like that was like the originally, like back in the day, that it was, used to come on before. I know what you're movies. talking about, but I never heard a band play it. Yeah, though, they had. Until you told but me. But it's about like an older thing. They don't really play it much anymore. Right. But it it it's a late 90s, early 2000s thing. Now, I ain't gonna lie. I wish, I wish we could have played that um, Coming to America shit. Yeah, but we ain't had enough. We ain't had enough instruments for that. Me and Monique used to always enjoy listening to Saint Old playing Africando. What the hell is that? Uh, and it would just get louder. Who's that bad thing? Uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but they they were like ignorant with it at the Macy's Day Parade the first time they went when Renee and them went. They were like marching out. So of course, like in front of the Macy's cameras, they did their whole like Mardi Gras medley, you know. Of course. For for the people. And so they did that. And then it was like, oh, Santa Augustine High School from New Orleans. And they're like marching off. But then like them being so big and so loud, they start playing Africano. And like me and when he could hear it, watch the TV. Like we could hear them. We could hear the hum of them playing Africano low in the background. Me when he go like, they are not about to do this. Like, because like the next float is like coming up with like the next band. And like, you could hear them like while they, the commentators are talking, yeah, and then a hundred some year tradition and da 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 and beautiful school. And da, 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 this is their first time here and they're going on. And you just hear saying all in the background, and me when he go like, they are not about to do this. We're like, no. What? was like, oh my God. <laughs> and you can still, they are no longer on camera, but you can hear them playing a damn song. But the whole time they were playing, like, we was like, they're not, they're not about to do this. They're not about to do this. Oh my God, they're so ignorant for this. They're not about to do this. And then you just hit them, just like, start blasting. It was like, why? And we asked Renee, because Renee was drum major. She's like, why, bruh? It's like, man, because that parade shot. We were just warming up by the time we got to Macy's. Because we didn't realize Macy's was so short compared to Mardi Gras Parade here. He said, yeah. they went like two, two and a half miles. 
And you know, we used to march in like five to ten, depending right. on what the parade is. I don't know what so parades are. So he was like, by there. the time he said, like, really, like Mace, like what you see on TV for Macy's, it's maybe like two or three blocks, and then they turn the corner, it's over. And so he's like, yeah, he's like, the parade is not long at all. He's like, just as we we were hitting our stride and warming up, it was over. And you got paid though. Yeah. So he was like, they damn near played the whole time because it, the parade was not that long. Um, I've been cutting up, doing all kind of shit. And so he said they were actually like kind of bummed because they're like, we rode all this way for just this little short, short parade. I know they got paid though. Uh, for what? Fucking right. I used to hate March of Seasons because we play the same shit every year. Yeah, we used to play mostly the same stuff every year with a few new things. Always Mardi Gras Mambo. Oh, yeah, Do right. Do what you wanna. We did New Orleans one year. New Orleans? Yeah. Um, Oh, okay. We never did chance. I wanted to, you know, but like I say, that's the style of band we, we uh, no. I came from. It's all good. I came from show style band. So, isn't she lovely? Can you feel it? Velvet Rope. Those were the, well, in Raj Radio. So, those were the, those were the constants. So those are like the the first three songs we would teach the new people would be Velvet Rope, Isn't She Lovely? And that's y'all standards. And yeah, and Can You Feel It? Boy, if y'all could have seen my baby marching for her reunion uh, alumni, alumni band. Boy, sounded better than the school. That's the sad part. Yeah. Say I'm better than the young folks. I mean, they actually pulled them from their own pep rally and let us perform. <laughs> hey, like man. they pulled them and they was like, yeah, we're just going to let the alumni band perform for the pep rally. Man, y'all need to get back together, bro. I know. It's just so hard. I mean, y'all ain't got to do the parade, but y'all could do like at least once do alumni. Y'all shouldn't do, y'all need to do alumni band, get alumni band page together. And be like, you know, do like a alumni day pep rally. Yeah. Try to get the kids back into the music and stuff. Cause that's the thing. They don't have, they don't have these kids never have seen y'all generation right. play music and see how it could sound. See, I got in the band at that time because it was rebuilding and I saw my sister and I saw what they did. So it, it intrigued me because they did 
when they got their uniforms, they did a performance in the gym. They did like a pep rap. Mm-hmm. And they didn't tell us what it was. It's like, oh, we having a special meeting in the gym. So we go up in there and all you heard is boom and a drum roll. And they had them come out, making the little form, square box shit. You know, that's because. Standard, yeah. yeah. And it was in the uniform. And I saw the oil was going down the thing. I was like, and my sister, I was like, I said, I'm going to be in that shit. I'm going to be in that. So, yeah, y'all should, y'all should try to, uh, you know. Yeah, well, and they were hoping that us doing alumni band was going to do that for them. But, but these stubborn ass kids, instead of being, because we were actually supposed to play Velvet Rope with them. Right. Like it's supposed to be a united thing where at the pep rally we played Velvet Rope with them and that was literally supposed to be the only thing we did with them. Like they were going to perform and we were going to come play Velvet Rope with them because that's been a standard since forever. And so that's what originally was supposed to do and when we went we had like a rehearsal with the youngins to play Velvet Rope and we ended up blowing them out the water unfortunately and yeah they kind of got their feelings hurt instead of being like we want to sound like them can we practice with them they were like too busy with their feelings hurt oh no y'all should y'all definitely should try to do something again for them because we was trying I don't know if we still are but me and my cousin was talking about getting the old all the band members and try to put on a show for the kids down there in Booville. But, um... Keep saying I want to play with you. Oh, yeah, we, we will. But, um... I had yet to, uh... I don't know what happened with that. Because we're trying to get a head count of people who actually come. Because I'm not going to lie. There's very few of them down here. So it'll be kind of hard to... And that was the same thing with us. Like, a lot of people are, like, out of town. Right. You know, some people, we had a couple people who, even though they, like, rehearsed with us, like, up until, like, right before it was time to do the show, something came up where, like, their kid got sick or something. They couldn't even come do the actual day, which was, like, kind of sad because, like, damn, like, we were looking forward to this. And then they ended up being, like, oh, my child got sick and I couldn't come and... You know, because I mean, people are still parents, people are right. still working, and that's right. what make doing alumni, alumni things hard. Because I mean, there was days where I wouldn't show up for rehearsal because I had work, you know? Oh, True. Tiff, why you ain't coming here? Well, I had to work the night shift uh, the next two days, but I'm going to be there this day, you know? But I think that's what makes it even more special because, you know, you everybody has their their own lives and stuff going on, but you know you try to make the practice. But when y'all do do it, I know that when y'all hurry yourselves, y'all like, oh yeah, this this is gelling. This brings back memories. It did. It was like ooh, like they it had something that was like it. disgusting because they were like, we know everything and we from the best the best era of same eras and like stop and you know. But then we had to teach some of them the songs because they're like, well, these are like kind of newer songs. And, you know, it's like, okay, but we'll show y'all how to play them. Just, Lord, your skills and stuff. I remember one woman, she was simple playing. She's like, yeah, I'm doing this to show show my sons that I really was in the band. 
Because she said both her sons at St. Aug, and they, I think she was saying they drummers. And she and she said, yeah, they didn't want to believe their mama used to used to uh, be playing, that they get that skill from me. They refused to believe that, so I'm going to show their asses. Like, she was just like, I'm going to show them. I forgot who it was. She was mm. like, I got two boys that go to St. Aug. I'm going to show them. When you think you got this shit from your pa? No, nigga, I don't. Right. And she was. She was gone. Mm. What? I forgot my cousin. He used to play cymbals for Higgins. Johnny. Johnny played cymbals? Yeah. I don't peg him for a cymbal band. I'm surprised he got in the band. I do not. If y'all ever see Johnny, Johnny is a 100% cowboy, just like his dad, which is Raph's Uncle Jerry. Them two straight up 100% cowboys. Gerald. Gerald, sorry. Jerry did. Yeah. I forgot. We have to differentiate. Yeah. His uncle Gerald. Yeah, they straight, straight up, up cowboys. Like if you see him. So if you ever see Johnny, you'd be like, you in the band playing symbols of all things? Like, cause yeah. Johnny just don't come off as somebody who would like march at all. I should get that. I should buy something from him see if he still remember how to remember how to do what he do. <laughs> it comes back to you, because I was scared that I wouldn't. I was. I uh, went on the trombone, but like as soon as I put my lips to the mouthpiece, it was. I noise came out. I'll show my guy's son how to do the DJ and stuff because he was looking. It's like, come see, bro. Go check it out. Let me show you. So you get a little older, I'll take you on some of these trips with me. You're going to be a roadie, though. You're going to help me load and unload. I'll pay you. I do miss the band sometimes. Shit, I miss it all the time. I never forget for I a battle the band of the bands, trips. we played Don't Talk to Me by BG and didn't know he was going to be there. Please. We didn't. And so he was there and we started playing it and he jumped on the mic and started rapping with us and people thought that was like part of our show. And y'all niggas were probably bucked too. Oh, we got so bucked while we were playing. <laughs> we started playing like harder, louder, like, oh, oh shit. And people was like, ah! like everybody in the city, everybody in the city was like, St. Mary's here, BG performing with him. You sure? Yep, we sure did. Yeah, we sure, and that's how we, yep, uh, yep, we sure did. We we did. Uh huh. Yep. We want to let y'all know, guy like that. Wow. (laughs) Oh man. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, bell the bands. We gotta catch us one of them this year. We going to. We definitely going to. Even we gotta take us a weekend trip. We gonna find out where one is and we gonna go. Let me tell you something. This all this heifer been talking about weekend trips since she got the new car. Weekend trip, weekend trip, game week, weekend trip, weekend trip. <laughs> Cause you wasn't gonna ride in no car. What in the Ultima? Yeah, you wasn't riding across some state lines in the Ultima. You wasn't gonna drive the Ultima state lines. I would have. Not in the final condition it was in. All right, I'm about to see. Before all of that happened, yeah, I'd have drove it. Shit. Your daddy wouldn't let you drive it. Exactly. Shit. You been going back and forth on the causeway now? Hmm? I've been going back and forth across the causeway all weekend. What shit? That bad boy got fresh legs now. I'm about to see. 
If it ain't, if it wasn't broken in before, it damn sure was broken I'm in now. Because between be. going to meet Thursday, going going up the causeway Friday, coming down Saturday and back up Saturday, and now down this morning and going back up after we finish this podcast. Oh yeah, she got her legs. Man, look, I'm not a sponsor getting paid for this by Nissan. But if you're looking for a nice midside SUV that has comfort, that has good gas mileage, that is It's a just, great highway vehicle. You know, a road warrior, get you that. Nissan Murano. Straight up. Get it. Get it. So, ah, yeah. We'll find us, a, we'll find us one. Um, shit. There was something. Oh, we was talking about this also last week. Well, not like last week, but we was talking about um, because the Memorial Day holiday had passed, and we was talking about um, June Juneteenth, right? Yeah. When's Juneteenth? The seventeenth? Nineteenth? Fifteenth? Juneteenth. We're bad black people. Oh, first of all, Juneteenth. It's like, no, what what the fuck is the 10th on? What we, the 19th, 15th, 13th, what 10th? 18th. The 18th. Yeah. So why don't you just say June 18th instead of Juneteenth? I don't get that. But how is that supposed to be understood as the 18th of June? Uh, it's the day after Ricky birthday. Now a federal holiday. So we were saying it's actually supposed to be the nineteenth. Well, Juneteenth is the nineteenth, but it might be one of those Juneteenth observed is the eighteenth. Gotcha. Uh, no, Juneteenth is on Father's Day. Juneteenth and Father's Day are the same day. The 19th. Okay, there you go. So, <clears throat> with that being said, um, my damn, y'all gonna celebrate Fall's Day or Juneteenth? <laughs> right. I'm celebrating Juneteenth. I'm about to say fathers get like steamrolled anyway. Right now, they gotta share that shit with Juneteenth. I can almost guarantee you how my job is going to do. They're going to have me work Juneteenth, which is a Sunday, and turn around and be like, oh, everybody who works Monday gets the holiday pay because that'll be Juneteenth observed for the company. I hate when they do that because we always fuss about that. It's like, wait, just because I work the weekend don't make it any less of a holiday I had to work. I should still get holiday pay for it. Right. Because they, right. they do that for like 4th of July, like all of that. Like, oh, well, um... You know, even though it was on this day, we're going to observe it on this day. Like, I worked the actual holiday. Screw you. Pay me my money. So my thing is this. Juneteenth is a national holiday. For who, though? Everybody? No, it should be for black people. But guess what? Everybody else going to be off. Oh, yeah, everybody else going to be off. All the black people going to be working. 
They're going to make the schedule regular and like all the black people are going to be at work. I'm taking off. <laughs> I'm not even know. It's my off day. Simply why you t- called in because it's Juneteenth and one of my white co-workers should be working in. Exactly. <laughs> Prepare them. Because I'm black me, and this is my holiday. Because you told me that time how you was working and it's from Martin Luther King birthday, right? Yep. And one yeah. of my other co-workers. One All of my, the black people at work. Oh, yeah. One of my co-workers is like, huh. And white, white chick. Huh. I noticed all the black people were working on Martin Luther King Day. <laughs> That's right. I ain't pick it. They 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 wrong for that. So yeah, I think no. Yeah, I think Juneteenth, because you don't see me. Juneteenth and Martin Luther King should definitely be holidays in which the black people are off. Those are our holidays marking events that involve us. Right. You don't see me taking off from Ramadan. Like, why do white people get to celebrate Juneteenth when it's literally a holiday about white people, like, not telling slaves that they've been free for damn near a year? Right. <laughs> it don't make sense. So that's why I don't even thought we're going to make it a national holiday. No. It can be a national holiday to make sure I get my money, but just know that every black person should be scheduled off. Right. If y'all ain't gonna give us 40 acres and a mule rest, uh, reparations, at least give us the damn day off and make all the white people work. Well, they'd be so fucking mad. They'd be like off of that, um, they'd be like, it'd be like that episode of Atlanta when they had the, um, people paying back for the rep- Right. People talk all that shit. Huh. My people, I, I, I didn't own slaves. I didn't tell them not to be free. Baby, still, you ain't got nothing to do with this. I'm just saying. Like, bro, like. Yeah, no, y'all shouldn't get that. Y'all should not. That's our holiday. That's for us. All y'all motherfuckers better be working. Oh, even if I have to work, you better pay me more. You better pay me more than double. I should be the only person getting double pay. That too. It's not it's not a paid holiday for y'all. It's a paid holiday for me. That too. That too. If I gotta work, I'm the only one getting holiday pay. <laughs> that too. You need a certain amount of melanin to get holiday pay but on then, Juneteenth. But then again. You do the brown paper bag test. Do you but, get paid or you were gonna get paid? But I already know what they I already know what they counter uh response gonna be. Reverse racism. No, not even that. You celebrate Christmas or Easter? Yeah. What about for all the atheists out there? Or people who don't believe in Jesus and all of that? And they work for a company and they still get paid. Right. Well, in my counter response to that is... I don't get paid for Hanukkah. Picking a religion? What was that? What alert. Oh, picking a religion and picking being racist. Right. Two different things. This person, this person choose to believe what they believe and whatnot. That's that that was racist. That's that has nothing to do. But I celebrate Christmas and Thanksgiving, but I don't celebrate Ramadan or Hanukkah. So Right. I don't know. All I know is, y'all, white asses better be at work. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. 
I almost guarantee you all the black people are going to be at work. Wow. Boo, y'all. But that, um, I think that was all I wanted to talk about. Was there anything else you wanted to No, we kind of hit on everything. Yep, hit up on everything. You guys and girls, um, um, that's a wrap, I want to say. Um, I thank y'all for tuning in. Like I say, we will do our best to be more consistent and bring you guys quality um, material. Um, you know what? I'm going to have to reach out to my informant because we was talking. I saw him. I got to catch up with some of the text messages he was talking about. But um, because we're in a group text and this is with Creole Uncle and he's like, this dude is like, a wealth of knowledge. A wealth of knowledge. And they found an old picture of who was it? The one I recently sent you? Yeah. My grand, my great-grandfather. Her great-grandfather. And I was explaining to him, mm-hmm. you know, I was telling him how his dad looked like a, a white Italian that could be from South Sicily. You know what I'm saying? And just all kind of stuff like that. And I... Being because the type of work he does, he can't really be on the podcast. But whenever that motherfucker retire, we're going to get his ass on here and it's going to be a treat for y'all. Because especially these two knowledge talkative motherfuckers, (laughs) them on a podcast, I'm just going to be small commentary on that one. But. Like I said, there was some stuff um, we was talking about family trees or whatnot. We might bring it up on the next podcast. Um, but like I said, I got a text back with him. But anyway, you guys, like I said, uh, shout out to BJ. Because um, he was asking about the podcast the other day, too. So shout out to everybody's listening. Stay tuned in. Like I said, we're going to keep on bringing you more and more content. And quality content. And quality content. At that. Quality is key. And we're going to stay with that and stay focused on that. Like I say, is there anything else you want to add to it? Nope. We hit on everything today. All right, then. Well, once more, I thank you all for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you're listening. And you know what? I'm a, I need to create. I, I like to. I want to create a, a, a sign off. So I'm going to work on that during the week so I can have something to say at the end of these podcasts. But anyway, once more, we love y'all. We thank y'all. Y'all stay uh, safe out there. Once again, condolence to the families and friends who lost loved ones in all these mass shootings. These are terrible situations that we're going on. And I pray that things do get better for our country and we get on the right track one way or another. So you guys take care. We love you all. Um, And we'll talk to y'all later. Peace. Peace. Damn, it looks like this. Yeah.